0: Welcome to Pastor Matters, the podcast of the Center for Preaching and Pastoral Leadership at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We
1: hope this conversation will both equip and encourage you to lead healthy churches that make disciples for
0: the glory of God.
1: Hello, I'm Vernon Ward.
0: And I'm Ron Jorlock.
1: Welcome to another episode of Pastor Matters. This week, we're going to pick up right where we left off and continue discussing the topic of pastoral burnout. However, this week, we're going to look at pastoral burnout in light of COVID-19. If you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, that's okay. But I'd recommend going back because there's a lot about burnout that we discussed in that episode that we will not be discussing this week. Uh, so, I don't know about you, uh, Ranjour, but I have seen a lot of articles and posts on social media lately about how COVID 19 is causing guys to burn out quicker than normal. Uh, some posts and articles are even predicting a mass exodus of pastors leaving their churches at some point, either during this pandemic or soon after. Have you seen that? And, and, and what are your thoughts?
0: yeah I have seen uh, more pastors uh, that that seem to be struggling uh, right now uh, emotionally, they seem to be struggling mentally, perhaps even spiritually. Uh, it's hard because it could be normal. it could yeah. it could be kind of the just the steady ebb and flow of of ministry that you know you have folks that will Uh, step away and 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 so forth it it, so it may may be that this is normal and what may be abnormal is the fact that we have so much more time uh (laughs) and so much more you know exposure that we're able to see you know much more clearly what may have been going on the last uh last few years uh just not nearly as noticed as uh, as it is right now but it seems it just seems like this year is different uh, it seems like there are more pastors uh, that are at least uh, more open and more vocal about their struggles yeah. uh, than there than there has been in recent years, and and so yeah, that that definitely should be a cause of concern.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean we're in a pandemic, which mm-hmm. is something that that most pastors have not have not gone through before, and so there's probably mm-hmm. you know a, a certain level of processing that. It might cause some some difficulty, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, with the you know day to day responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think COVID nineteen has caused pastors to burn out so quickly? Early on in, in this pandemic, churches were shut down and events were canceled. So some might see that and think to themselves, "Well, that actually should help take a certain level of stress off pastors." So wh- why do you think it's doing the opposite?
0: Yeah. I think there's several things. Uh, one, uh, pastors have a tendency to like people. Uh, <laughs> this isn't always the case. <laughs> there, there are certainly some pastors who aren't particularly fond of people. It's a love hate relationship for a lot of guys. Yeah. It's like this, this yeah. introvert kind of right, right. He, he should have some type of affection towards people uh, if he's if he's going to uh, if he's going to shepherd well, of course. Uh, but you shut the doors. You 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 know, do uh, uh, quarantine and and all of this at the beginning of of the pandemic, uh, and now the thing that that tends to uh, to invigorate the pastor, you know, to be with his people, to shepherd his people, to tend to the needs of his people. Uh, as exhausting as that may be, it is also the thing that that we live for yeah as pastors you know this is this is what god has called us to be and called us to do so yeah sure after a couple weeks you may go. Oh, this is so good! You know, I I don't have to, uh, you know, prep for for you know this uh, service and have to deal with all of the ins and outs of of uh, of doing ministry in a building. Say, if you are a church plant, you know, we don't have to do all the setting up and tearing down and all of that. Or or if you're in an an uh, uh, an older building, uh, you own your own building. Uh, you know, we don't have to worry about uh, you know the the uh, you know, making sure that everything is clean and making sure that everything has been swept and vacuumed and mopped and, and all of that, getting ready for the next service. During the beginning of the pandemic, it was, it, it, it was a bit of a relief to say, wow, you know, we can, we can you know, kind of clear the, the schedule or at least clear the list of, of so yeah. many different responsibilities. But after a while, the thing that you were called to, which is the shepherding of God's people, gets much, much harder. Yeah, uh, and and much more much more difficult. Add to that, the the fact that the pastor has to make so many different decisions. Uh, you know, not just regarding the service, but, but, but just, you know, what, how do we meet together? How do we gather together? Do we still do small groups? Do we, you know, uh, all of these types of things uh, that, that the pastor had to struggle with and have to find answers for, uh, hopefully not in isolation. Hopefully he was able to do that with, with a team of elders or, or ministry staff or somebody uh, that, that could help out with that. But then add on top of that, all of the stuff with uh, the race riots and, and the protests and and all of these, and now there's another set of questions that the pastor uh, has to answer, and it, it just seems like as time has gone by, let's not even forget about the elections. Yeah, uh, it's the, like a you know, gut punch after gut yeah, punch after yeah. gut punch. It just seems like there's one thing after another after another, and uh, again, that's not new in ministry it just seems like like there's so much going on in such a small concentrated uh period of time and and all of these things have implications for the pastor and he has he needs to have something to say and and he needs to navigate these things for his church uh that they may uh, go in a direction that will please the lord so yeah th- there's there's good reason <laughs> why yeah. there are plenty of pastors that are that are just, you know, waving the white flag and saying, I don't know if I can take anymore.
1: Yeah, and, and just in addition to all of the normal things that, that pastors have to do, there's this new set of worry. I mean, legitimate worries, you know, not uh, about the survival of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of guys that were worried, Absolutely. will my church survive this? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, will I survive this, my job? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, will we have to lay off people? yeah. Uh, and and, and the health of their people. And I think this Mm -hmm. is really, as I've talked to pastors, has been the the big concern, the forefront of their minds, is am I keeping my people safe? And, you know, you talked about the questions early on. uh, Those questions had big implications in in the direction of the church Mm -hmm. and the life of the church. And so I Mm -hmm. think just the stress and the worries have, have piled on to the normal things mm-hmm. and have kind of created just this environment that seems more flammable than usual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some things... Uh, last week we talked about ways to avoid burnout. What are some ways that pastors can avert avoid burnout in this season that are maybe a little bit more specific to COVID-19?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, for starters... Um and, and this is kind of the, the, the regular answer for, for dealing with burnout and things like that. Rest. Hmm. Take time to rest. Take time to uh, tend to your own soul. Uh, um, you know, As a shepherd, you, you shepherd the flock, but as a shepherd, you have to remember that you're part of the flock too. Uh, you, you are the shepherd, but you're also a sheep. Yeah. And you need to be shepherded. You need to be pastored. Uh, so tend to your own soul. Uh, you know, uh, Go through the scriptures. Continue to remind yourself of the great things that our Lord has done and, and that he even is doing in the world. And one of the things that will help you with that as you're doing this is you'll start to recognize that even though these um uh, concerns and burdens uh, are so massive to you, they are not massive to God. Mm. Uh, is there, is anything too hard for him? <laughs> the Bible will ask. He himself asked that question in Isaiah 40. Uh, you know, who, who, who can you compare to me? You know, uh, who can be my equal? I am the one who's able to call the stars by name. You know, I'm the one that can uh, blow on kingdoms, you know, and they, and they just completely topple into pieces. Uh, it doesn't seem like this is a type of God that would be intimidated by viruses. Uh, no, that, that's not who he is. This God is bigger than these things. He's bigger uh, than all of that. And in these times where there's so much that's uncertain and so much that can weigh on you, you need to find the rock. You know, go yeah. to him and and cling uh, to his uh, to his unchanging hand. Uh, so that that's one thing. Uh, also, if I could if I could say this, uh, limit your time uh, around uh, people and resources that are geared to freak you out. I was about to say that
1: was one of the things <laughs> that I was going to say on my list because there are a lot of that out there
0: are there. tons of them. Yeah, I mean there are Chicken Littles everywhere,
1: and they're all, all across different platforms. You yeah. have social media, you have the you know news,
0: you have it's everywhere. Yeah, the uh, if I, if I could just say this to you, Pastor, you know better. The sky is not falling, okay. Mm. Uh, you know the one who holds the sky in place. So why would you continue to entertain yourself? Uh, uh, or stress yourself out with 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 the fear mongering uh, that we find on social media. Why would you uh, uh, avail yourself to be manipulated uh, and uh, both emotionally and mentally, and perhaps even spiritually manipulated by these folks who are who are saying things that you know go against what Scripture tells us about the world and about the God who created the world. And who sustains it with his powerful word, uh, instead of going there and entertaining yourself, you know, over and over again with all of these sources that uh, that are here to to terrify you out of your mind, uh, rather go to the Lord and 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 rest in his sovereignty, rest in the fact that he is indeed control of all in control of all things that he is working all things after the counsel of his of his will, and that his purpose will stand uh, no matter what is going on uh, Do that, and then what happens is you are equipping yourself and and filling yourself up and, and perhaps if I can you say it this way, you are encouraging yourself uh so that then you can be an encouragement to others too uh during these times where where it's easy to get stressed it's easy to get overwhelmed it's easy to wear yourself out uh it's good to know uh and, and i and I would even say that it is uh uh it is a life uh, giving thing for you to go to the Lord and to find him to be the rock and the mm. fortress that he actually is
1: mm, that's so good, man. Uh, some things that I would add is uh, is to stay disciplined. Uh, it can be very tempting to lax certain areas of your life and ministry because of COVID. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. stay committed to your normal your your normal rhythms and routines. Uh, this will help you now, but it, but it will also help you once you get uh, once we get through this difficult season. Uh, stay connected. Uh, so make sure that you are still in communication with brothers who will hold you accountable. You know, we talked about this last week. You know, make sure uh, that you're in communication with guys that, that can see the signs of burnout because a lot of times they see it before you will. Uh, maybe you've already seen those signs, though, uh, and, and you don't know what you should do. Allow other pastors to help you, to guide you, to minister to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one last thing I'll say, don't compare what you're doing to what other pastors are doing. Mm, you know, COVID-19 has changed our world. Uh, There are certain restrictions in some places that that aren't in other places. Uh, Don't be discouraged if some churches are meeting indoors, Mm -hmm. uh, but your church is still gathering outdoors. You know, know, the virus affects places differently Mm -hmm. and at different times, but but we have hope and we know this too shall pass.
0: Yeah, the the comparisons, uh, they were uh, damaging before the pandemic. Yeah. They're even more damaging in a pandemic uh, there's if if you are like me uh, there's always room for second guessing
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's always room for for. Uh, rethinking and perhaps even regretting decisions that you've made as a pastor. Uh, was this good for the church? Was this not good for the church? Could I have done it better? And you're always going to have people, uh, hopefully a small number, uh, but you know, it, it depends on the church that you're in. Uh, you're always going to have people that will help you second guess yeah. everything. Criticism is you know? going to be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you have to remember that you answer to Christ. Yep. uh one day you're going to stand before him and you're going to have to give an account for how you shepherded his people. Um, pray, seek the Lord, gain wisdom, make decisions and live yeah <laughs> and go to sleep <laughs> and and let the Lord do what the Lord does with his church uh use wisdom absolutely you know uh, make choices very carefully especially in this season uh, but but don't go back and and start you know Monday morning quarterbacking you know uh, your own <laughs> self uh trust that the Lord you know gave you the wisdom that you needed to make the decision and hey you know you you learn you know from from things uh there there was no seminary class on uh, how to handle uh, a, a global pandemic? Although I'm curious if if this is going to be in the plans for the future. You know, I, I, maybe it, they can get you may... to teach it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, we may. You uh, may not need it for another century. Hopefully, uh, uh, if we're talking Spanish flu or anything like that, every 100 years, you know, there's one that just that just seems to pack a uh, an incredible punch, uh, a worldwide pl- uh, punch, if you will, but. Um, but yeah, whatever it may be, as you're shepherding God's flock, as uh, you know, just make sure that you are seeking the Lord. You're using wisdom and trust Him. Yeah, trust that God. You know that God's got you. Yeah. Uh, our,
1: our first episode, uh, we covered mm-hmm. COVID nineteen, and mm-hmm. one of the things that you said that really just encouraged me was that the church is going to come out on top. Absolutely. Like the church has survived far more. Mm-hmm. Uh, challenging things in COVID-19.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Christ will build his church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against her. Uh, I think that covers viruses and and sicknesses and, and all of these things, too. Uh, people may leave your church. You may have less money, you know, coming in and offerings and so on to sustain the ministry of your church as you, uh, than you did before. Uh, but will the Lord still provide and will the Lord still take care of you? You may have to cut some ministries uh, along the way, but will the Lord still provide and will he still take care of his church? Uh, those are the types of things. It's interesting in our conversation that we're talking about these these kind of bedrock things. Yeah. You know, uh, there's so much that's unsteady and unstable and, and all of that. And, and the Lord has given us some bedrock, you know, to plant our feet on. Uh, and, and, and he's put this bedrock for his church to stand on. And, and those are the things that you need to keep coming to. Uh, as everything else kind of shifts and bobs and weaves and stuff all over the place, you've got to have something that you can plant your feet on, mm. and uh, and that's the that's really what I what I hope you do, Pastor. As you're as you're thinking through all of these things, as you're navigating all of these things, remember who God is, remember what His Word has said, uh, and and go with that confidence and that humility uh, to say God is going to do what God wants to do with His church, and we're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, that's good. So hopefully we will get through this season of COVID-19. Lord willing. Soon, Lord willing. Uh, And as things begin to get rolling again, as churches begin to reopen and and events begin to to happen again, what are some things pastors can do to avoid overdoing it, right? I think of a runner who runs every day and then all of a sudden takes a break. Mm -hmm. And so he's gone a few weeks without running. And now all of a sudden he has to run a race. How can pastors get back into the rhythm without overdoing it, without pulling a muscle, without uh, twisting an ankle? What can they
0: do? Yeah, well, for starters, be realistic. Um, You know, I know that we want to get everything back the way that it was, uh, but you've got to be careful. You've got to think your way through. Uh, Of course, you got to think through the protocols in your in your you know community. Uh, what are you allowed to do? What aren't you allowed to do? Uh, you know, you want to uh, you know make sure that you are um, you know obeying what you need to obey. And you may have some t- some things that you may have to go against. You know, uh, but you want to use wisdom with that. You want to make sure that you're being discerning and careful with those uh, with those types of decisions as you navigate that. But but take it slowly. Uh, one, you are going to have a lot of people who, no matter what you do as a ministry, they're not going to be there until there's there's some type of assurance that that it that it's safe, yeah. uh, that their their health isn't going to be in danger or anything like that. And so that by itself will limit some of the things that you'll be able to do. Uh, but at the same time, uh, recognize even for your own self. That you've got to take the time to uh, uh, to watch over your own body, to watch over your own uh, uh, soul. Uh, you know, don't don't think that you have to be at 100 percent. You yeah. know, restoration. You know, from from where things were, say in February, you know, of 2020, uh, before everything started shutting down and so on. Uh, you know, recognize that it's it's been a few months. Uh, recognize that you have, uh, you know, people who may still be a bit hesitant, you know, to uh, to come back. Uh, you you may need to take some time to uh, to kind of ease the body back. And by the body, I mean the church body. It, ease the body back into uh, the the natural rhythms, you know, or the regular rhythms that we were uh, having as a local church. Um, at the same time, there may be some things that probably shouldn't come back. Uh, especially for those, who... I vote
1: the the greeting in the handshaking in the beginning. <laughs> this comes from a germaphobe. We, we yeah. don't have to have that. that yeah, you,
0: you might want to suspend the uh, the the meet and greet. I mean, we already morphed from greet one another with a holy kiss, yeah. you know, in the New Testament, and so you know, we we can we can we can we can leg tap, yeah, the yeah, foot tap. you know, uh, uh, a simple wave is fine too, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, that we got to be wise, and we have to we have to navigate, you know. All all these things. But there are certain things as a pastor that you just say, you know what, it, it's probably good for us to step back and look at our ministry as a whole anyways. And let's start thinking, you know, what are the things that uh, that we may have to reimagine? You know, what are what are some ministries that we may have to re- rethink, redesign, you know, uh, 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 reorganize uh, so that we can be able to serve most effectively in this setting? Uh, the fact of the matter is, we are still in a pandemic yeah. uh there are still people that are that are getting sick and so on there are still people that uh, that we need to care for you know mm-hmm. and we need to be mindful of it may not be the majority of the folks uh, in in your church and so you have to use discretion and use wisdom with that um, but in terms of uh, of over uh, overdoing it i think really the main thing is recognize that this isn't February. And it may be a while before we get back to life as it was pre uh, pre quarantine. And we just have to use wisdom to say, OK, you know, let's do what we can, you know, and, and perhaps minimize that, keep that to a minimum and say, let's do a few things really well. And and wait and use caution and discretion as to if you know we want to expand this uh, uh, gradually over time. And you got
1: to give yourself grace too. Sure. I mean, sure. It, you, like a, you know I think of the runner who, who took the break and, and he's starting to get in. He's not going to be a hundred percent. He's got to allow himself to kind of get back there. Yeah. Uh, and if there's a you know a bad run or mm-hmm. you know didn't meet a time, allow some grace for there. You know, yeah. Uh, both for you the pastor and
0: your church. Yeah, yeah. There's no rush. Uh, there's there's no rush. Again, and maybe this is this is me to a fault, but but I tend to think long game. You know, so uh, yeah, there are immediate blessings to to try to do so much in 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 this immediate time, but it may have long term consequences. And so it may be better to to ease your way into. Uh, uh, you know, doing a little bit and then maybe adding a little bit over time, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more before you get back to where you were before. Uh, that may be the more helpful route of doing it, both for your own self to keep yourself from from losing it, uh, but also for your church people too, as they're you know again just easing their way back into having regular face to face fellowship.
1: Yeah, and it's difficult for pastors too, just because as the pandemic has is- has been going on a lot of things have been shut down so like Mm -hmm. there's not been Mm -hmm. a whole lot of space to go take the normal breaks like going on vacations and things yeah so so real quick what are some ways that pastors can uh right now as the Mm -hmm. pandemic is going on get those breaks those those vacations that you know that that they normally spent before COVID-19 to take a to catch their breath what are some things they can do
0: yeah um, some of it may be uh, relative to your location, you know, relative to where you are. Uh, where we are here in Wake Forest, uh, we have access to lakes. Uh, we have access, uh, you know, we could drive a couple of hours and, and get to the ocean. We could drive a couple hours the other way and get to the mountains, you know, things like that. Uh, but, but I say that to say there. think about your area and think about places where you can go where you can, uh, rest, you know, where you can get away, uh, get into nature. Um, I'm a big fan of Spurgeon on that regard, you know, get out into nature and just enjoy the quiet, enjoy Hearing the birds, enjoy seeing the sunsets, you know, enjoy these, uh, enjoy the sound of the ocean waves, you know, or things like that. If you're further inland, Midwest, you know, or places like that, enjoy the mountains, you know, or the plains and so forth. Uh, be, uh, find a spot where you can, can be right in the midst of God's creation yeah. and just let, uh, let His creation cause you once again to rest and bring you once again to a place of of relaxation so that's that's a a big thing the other thing is uh schedule time with your family yeah Uh, schedule places where you can go schedule uh, uh things that you can do in home you know have a game night you know or something like that or a praise and worship night or or something right there in your home just have moments and and uh rhythms in your life where you can uh, uh, turn, you know, turn the channel, if you will, you know, switch gears uh, so that you can uh, uh, have the, the energy that you need and the focus that you need uh, so that you can do ministry in the long term.
1: Okay, that's good. That's good. Very helpful. Uh, so last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking specifically of guys who are just completely and utterly burnt out right now that might be listening to this guys who who are contemplating their future not only in their church but in pastoral ministry as a whole thinking of that guy what encouragement do you have for him you know we've talked about you know ways where that guy struggling with burnout could can can feel encouraged but what are some some things that you could say to the guy who is really just contemplating his his future.
0: First off, you're not alone. Uh you're you are one of many, many uh, fellow brothers, fellow shepherds who have uh who have gone through seasons like this before. Mm-hmm. The the good news is uh we have a s we have a Bible, and we open up that Bible and we see the long road of, of, of travelers who have gone before us, who have served the Lord before us. And we see the weariness, you know, we see the Elijah's, you know, who, who just thought that he was at the end of it all. Uh, we we have Paul, you know, who talks about his suffering in Second Corinthians. And he said how, you know, he even had a season where he, he didn't even know if he was going to make it. Uh, he thought that, you know, uh, he said that, that he thought that they had received the sentence of death. Uh, it was so hard uh, to do ministry there. Of course, David uh, writes about it rather candidly in the Psalms. We have folks who have gone through these things over and over again. And what we realize is that these seasons, one, uh, they will not last forever. Uh, they're seasons. Yeah. And every season has a beginning. Every season has an end. Uh, so that's one thing. The second, these seasons have a purpose. Uh, Paul would say uh, in his uh, uh, suffering and so on in Second Corinthians 1, uh, in verse 9, he said that, that this uh, despair and so on was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Mm. Uh, he even says earlier that they had gone through this comfort, or that they had gone through this affliction, uh, and they said that uh, God comforted us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Sounds like a bit of a comfort tongue twister there, but <laughs> but what he's saying is we went through this affliction, we went through this season, so that we would rely on God who raises the dead. And so that we would have something to say to someone else who is going through that affliction as well. Just as God had tended to our soul and God had helped us in that season, now we, are, we have something that we can give to someone else who's going through a similar season so that they can keep on going too. Uh, recognize that you know, your season has a time limit. Uh, this will not last forever and recognize it has a purpose God is molding you and shaping you even further so that when you come out of all of this when the clouds lift and the sun is shining again you've got something that you can give to the next person uh, who is going through their season of suffering too
1: thank you man, amen, that's encouraging Uh, thank you brother for this conversation it is our mission at the Center for Preaching and Pastoral Leadership uh, to equip and encourage pastors And I hope we've done that through this conversation. Uh, If you're struggling during this difficult season, let us know. We have a page set up on our website for prayer requests. You can submit one by visiting pastorcenter.org backslash prayer dash requests. We would love to pray for both you and your church during this difficult time.
0: Yes, and as always, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable,